This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. March 1, 2021, The Cracks in McKinsey Edition. And we begin with that story from the Wall Street Journal. McKinsey's vote on its new managing partner revealed cracks in its global partnership. Uh, 650 senior partners uh, decided they did not want Kevin Schneider for, uh, to have a second three-year term. Schneider lost the vote, highlighting McKinsey's sprawling democracy and split among the partners over the extent or his efforts to exert more power over the firm's decentralized nature. He is the first managing partner in decades to serve just one term. The difficulty McKinsey finds itself in is it has engaged in certain behavior uh, in the opioid crisis that it found wanting, and it paid a $573 million settlement. It's also come under fire for uh, potential FCPA violations in South Africa and perhaps other countries as well. If there is not a centralized control that can uh, prevent, detect, and remediate uh, compliance issues, uh, the Department of Justice is going to be uh, very uh, unforgiving, and McKinsey is going to find itself in a world of trouble. Uh, next up, from uh, Andrew, uh, uh, excuse me, Michael de la Merced in the New York Times Deal Book, a story about a um, hedge fund that has invested heavily in a not-for-profit around criminal justice. It is uh, Daniel Loeb, and he has invested money with Topeka Sam in her uh, nonprofit, Ladies of Hope Ministries. It helps women of color reintegrate into the workplace after serving time in prison. Uh, What was interesting is Loeb's... uh, proposal, or rather his investment, was uh, uh, his donation was seen by him as an investment. And he thinks of it as ways to allocate capital to create a scalable impact. That is certainly a different way than many people think about donations, and it really could lead to companies seeing really the strategic value in corporate charities going forward. Uh, next up, uh, co-working companies are tapping into customer-facing a return to from, excuse me, work from home fatigue, as reported in the Washington Post. Um, um, there's a massive group of people who've been thrust into remote work against their will. Once this honeymoon phase ends, and who knows when that will be, majority would prefer some other place to work besides a kitchen table or home office, whether it's in an individual at or a team level, at least that's the hope of many co-working spaces. 
So it's uh, certainly going to be interesting to see if co-working spaces can make a comeback. Obviously, they took a huge hit during the pandemic, and uh, certainly uh, I had a a co-working space that I'm certainly not going to go back to. And finally, uh, what is due diligence and why do you need to do it in deals? An interesting article from the Financial Times in that China's investments in Australia dive as foreign deals and partners are scrutinized. Chinese investment fell 61% in Australian companies in 2020, and this was because of greater scrutiny of the business partners and the deals. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.